Okay. <coughs> um, so just so I did a start, I literally just got off a plane a couple hours ago. So if I'm a little out of it, I apologize. Um, so I decided to speak on Kenyan Hatayra. Um, actually, there were a bunch of Valsnerts, so a bunch of uh, different shuls had a bunch of Yarchikalos there. Um, so I thought about talking about the Indian of Kenyan Hatayra um, based on the six Perkin um, Sechta Savas. Now, just as a prerequisite, um, the six Prakim in Mesech Tesavis, the first five we know are all about Midas, and then the six Perak, which they instituted later on after they did the five uh, what's called, they instituted between Pesach and Shavuos, there was an extra week, so they added the sixth um, Perak of Mesech Tesavis, which is called the, Karik, the Perak of Kenyan HaTorah, and that's how they added to get from Pesach to Shavuos. So they have the first five, which are actually Mishnayas. And this sixth one is not really Mishnayas. It was added um, later on. I also want to say that could be Pshat. Um, why? What's Pshat that they, they were misakin or they created Mesechtis um, Avis between Pesach and Shavuos? So I wanted to say Pshat was that first they instituted the five, first they instituted the five, um, so the five parakim of uh, Mishnayas, all about Midas, because it's come to teach you, which is I'm going to say in a second, it's come to teach you that the pinnacle of Kenyan Torah, which is our Matan Torah, in order to reach that pinnacle of Matan Torah, of Kabbalah Torah, we have to be a clay kibel that we're worthy of accepting the Torah. So therefore, our Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted us to go through five parakim of Mishnayas, all about Midas, and perfecting ourselves so that once we perfect ourselves and work on ourselves now we're taka clay kibel that someone who we can accept the highest the highest hush of thing in the world which is the Torah once we're a proper clay kibel then we can be roy to meet Kabbalah Satoyer and accept the Torah which is also why the morale says right over here in the beginning of the sixth parak. The morale says, what's Pshat that the morale says that we have the first five prakim the world about Midas and then they created this sixth parak which is all about Kenyan Torah. The morale says what's Pshat so the Maral says, come to teach you that the five parakim of Mishnayis and the sixth parak, which is called Kenyan Torah, they're both shakal, they're both termisinah, they're both equally as important. So we have the first, the Maral saying this, this idea that you have the first five prakim of all about Midas to perfect oneself. And then we have this Kenyan Torah and the, the, the um, what's called, so Maral saying that they're both shakal to teach you that you need both together, it has to be a combination. So now we're just going to focus on the Torah portion. So the sixth parak, um, again, which is called parak Kinyan Atayra, it starts off that Remeir Oimer Kolo Isik Batayra Lishma Zechot Dvarim Harbe. So the first line says, anyone who learns Tayra Lishma, which is up for debate what that means, um, you're Zechot to many things, and the mission goes to a whole slew of different things that it brings down, you can be Zechot to. So off, off the bat, Pashup Shat, when it says Zechot Dvarim Harbe, some people say it just means Zechot, all those things that Misha is going to enumerate, there's a whole slew of things it mentions, that's what it means, Zechot Dvarim Harbe. The morale and others say right away that what in the world does it mean? It, if the Mishnah just meant those things, it should have just listed those things. What does the Mishnah say? It says, Zechot Dvarim Harbe. The loy oida, not only that, lists all the different things. The loy oida is mashma, that first yuzeichet to dvarm harbe. And besides that, there's a whole different slew of things. If you learn Torah Lishma, you can yuzeichet So the Chavetz Chaim says over here on his Pirsham Sechtes Avis, the Chavetz Chaim says, what does it mean, yuzeichet dvarm harbe? That Torah has a special thing. Usually, you have two types of things in this world. You have certain things that are very valuable, like gold and silver, but they're not sweet. There's no taste. There's no nothing sweet about it. It's just, it's worth a lot. And then there are other things like honey, which is very sweet, but it's not very valuable. 
So the Chavetz Chaim says, is Taira has this special thing. It's the only thing that it's so sweet. Someone who delves into the Taira, it's something that's so sweet and there's nothing more precious in this world um, than Taira. That's how the Chavetz Chaim learns. <coughs> and to take a step further, the Chavetz Chaim also says, it says, Anyone who learns Torah Lishma, to many things. The Chavetz Chaim says, it's not only Torah Lishma. This is the Chavetz Chaim speaking, and he says, it doesn't just mean Torah. That means if you're doing your Torah, which means someone who's sitting and working, and you have a full-time job, you're working 10 hours a day, you find whatever time you have to learn and use that time for learning. So the Chavetz Chaim says, anyone who that who he's doing his Hishtadlis for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is his Torah Lishma. And therefore, you're going to be all these things in the Mishnah, you giving of yourself for HaKadosh Baruch and doing your Hishtadlis, so you're going to be zeichet to all these things the Mishnah said, not necessarily because you're learning Yom Avalayla, you're doing what you have to do for your Avaitis Hashem. The Chavetz Chaim says, you're so too, you're, it's Ki'ilu, you're sitting and learning, and you're going to be zeichet to these things. And he brings a muscle. the Chavz Chaim says that it's like, um, in the case of war, people go out to battle, so you have the soldiers, and then there's people that are making the clothing for the soldiers, the weapons, so people might say, why, why aren't you going to fight? Then, you know, well, why aren't you fighting like everybody else? So the simple answer is, because I'm busy making the weaponry and the clothing, without me, no one will be able to go out and fight. So just as important to people going out to fight are the people that have to enable them to be able to fight. That's what Chavz Chaim says. <clears throat> and I just wanted to focus just on one of the kaiches of the Torah, which the Mishnah brings down further. The, the Mishnah says, liyasadik. If you look at the Mishnah, it says, well, what's this kaiches of Torah? It's, it kashers to be a tzaddik. Now, what in the world does it mean, Torah kashers a person? What does it mean, umachshartoy liyasadik? So the Chavetz Chaim explains, we know the Torah is nimshal to two things, and it's really a third thing. It says the Torah is nimshal lemayim, the Torah is nimshal le'esh, it brings down psukim, I, could, I just don't want to take up the time. Torah is nimshal le'mayim, the Torah is nimshal le'esh, and the Torah is nimshal to honey. And therefore, the Chavetz Chaim explains, what does it mean, there's a tremendous kayak which only the Torah has. That A, the Torah is nimshal le'mayim. So even if a person is has tum on him, and a person does have virus, but if you're going to toivel yourself in the Torah, if a person's going to immerse himself in the Torah, it's mamish like a mikveh, and it could be matara person. So then you might say, okay, that's very nice. Maybe only external Averis, different things people do, not like the real stuff. Only maybe external stuff from the outside, it can title you. What about someone who Mamish did real Averis? It's Mamish inside him. So the Torah says, so the Chavetz Chaim says, the Torah is also Nimshal Le'esh. We know in Elchus Bas Vachalav, there's a thing called Libun, that even if you get Bliyas that are us or Mamish entrenched in the Kli, in the metal, you could take a torch, take fire, burn it out, and the fire can completely eradicate those Bliyas from the Kli. So the Chavetz Chaim says the Torah has that same Koyach, that if a person immerses himself in Torah, it's mamish like fire. It could take even these Averis that are mamish part of him. It can mamish burn out those Averis. If you immerse yourself in Torah, it mamish can cleanse a person no matter what Averis a person did. It's mamish from the inside. And even further, the Chavetz Chaim says, Torah is nimshal l'dvash, honey. It says, Masuk mi'dvash. Torah is even more than honey, the Pasuk says. Chavetz Chaim says an amazing thing. He says that we know there's only one thing which, in Basim Chalav also, that honey is the one substance which, according to most, um, according to most shitas, even if Isser falls into honey, if it sits there long enough, honey has such a power that it could completely 
get rid of, not, it's not just Stam that it, it gets, it, it's Mavatal. Honey can completely take over. Even if an Isser falls into honey, it can completely absorb that Isser and it's, and it's gone. It, it becomes honey. Honey is a special substance that could completely, completely just take any Isser. According to most sheets, it even works for Isser, but it definitely has that potential that it can completely, whatever falls into it, completely change it into honey. Therefore, the, therefore the Chavetz Chaim says, even if a person is mamish kuloi ra, if he's going to be matire himself and immerse himself in Tyra, that's what the mission says, you can take a person who's kuloi ra, but if you immerse yourself in Tyra, which is even greater than honey, it can take that ra that's part of you and completely completely make it completely tar and make you a special chasher person for Tyra. And in Mitzvah Shem, we should also all take this Kayach HaTayra and take us further and further. Shkayach.